Hello, and welcome to Getting Grief. I'm Kelly, and I want to discuss grief in its many forms and iterations. Grief isn't relegated to happening after a death, and can spring up after all sorts of major life events. We grieve when we lose a friendship or a relationship, after a job loss, when we lose an opportunity, and after major events. Sometimes we experience grief after good events, during which we mourn the loss of our old selves and learn to embrace our new selves. While grief can be a perilous journey fraught with pitfalls, it doesn't have to be. I wanted to thank everyone who listens, who is there by my side, who is interested in learning and growing and moving toward a better future. Uh, the end of 2020 was a difficult time. I experienced a bit of burnout, a bit of depression, and I'm sure other people did as well. With the new year and all of the changes that that entails, I am feeling as though this is a fresh start. I have renewed hope, I have some renewed energy, I have a renewed focus and motivation to pursue my goals, and I hope that all of you listening are also feeling that way. Uh, the beginning of a new year is a very good time to take a moment to rest, rejuvenate, evaluate your goals, and make some plans for pursuing them. So I just wanted to take a moment to thank everyone who has had patience with my broadcasting schedule, which is inconsistent at best so far. I hope to create more of these podcasts and delve into some deeper topics as I go. Uh, for the next few episodes, I wanted to dive into some bare necessities um, baseline things that people can do when they are dealing with grief or if they know somebody who's grieving or this applies to depression, um, stress, anxiety, all of those things to set just a, a healthier baseline, just some things, habits, routines that you can establish so that when the going gets tough, you don't have to think about these things because they're habitual. And that will really free up a lot of mental and emotional energy because it'll just be your go-to behavior. You won't have to worry about really altering these things on top of navigating grief or depression. For today's episode, I wanted to take a moment to encourage you to reach out to people in your social circles. It can be hard, and if some time has passed, there's often this mental barrier that seems to build in our minds where we feel that, well, it's already been so long, it'll be weird to reach out now, and they haven't reached out to me, so I don't know if I should reach out to them. And I know 
I know not everybody experiences this, but I also know that I'm not alone in experiencing these sorts of social anxieties and kind of mental gymnastics around maintaining contact with my friends and family, uh, especially when you feel very isolated. Grief can definitely be an isolating experience. I think it's very important to reach out to people in your social circles. Uh, it's good to establish these habits before you get into the pits of grief so that when you're there, there's less friction for doing these things. And I think even if you don't delve into discussing your grief or your depression or any heavy topics, it is still very beneficial to stay in contact with your social circles. Now, this doesn't have to be a three-hour-long phone call every single day. Uh, you can certainly kind of negotiate these interactions so that there's a good balance and all parties involved are happy with it. This can be a quick email, it could be a quick text message. Uh, certainly phone calls and video calls are great if you can't meet up face-to-face, -face. but video calls and phone calls can sometimes be a bit draining. So even if it's a little text message, it's, it's nice to reach out to people. One thing that I particularly am fond of is sending people small packages and letters, even if it's a little postcard. It's, it's really nice to receive something in the mail that is not a bill or a spam, uh, a coupon booklet for a store you never go to, that kind of thing. So it, I would encourage people to go get a pack of stamps and some cute postcards or some cards. You can get them for, for very cheap. You could make your own even, which I really enjoy doing. Um, you just need some kind of heavyweight paper, some cardstock, something that can go through the mail and not be torn to shreds. And you just do a little doodle on one side, draw a little picture, you write a little message on the other, and away it goes. It is a really nice way to let people know that you're thinking of them, and it's almost like a little gift. Uh, it certainly brightens people's day when they receive a nice note from somebody that they care about. And you never know, maybe you'll start getting nice little notes back uh, from people who appreciate hearing from you that way. It's, it's a really it's sort, of, sort of a passive way of interacting. If phone calls are stressful or if you feel that text messages can get a bit stressful, uh, writing postcards and letters is a great way to stay in touch with somebody without feeling that stress of digital communication. One thing that I do struggle with, though, is overwritten correspondence. I have a terrible memory, so I tend to forget what I have written to people. And if it becomes kind of a, a correspondence, uh, it, you'll get a response and the my friends, my boyfriend will be answering questions in their letters to me, and I don't remember what question I asked them. So it's always a good idea in my in my experience to just snap a quick picture of your letter so that you have 
you have that as a reference before you send it out so that when you get their response back, you know exactly what they're answering, what they're responding to. That it provides a lot of really useful context. So that is the first of the the bare essentials, the bare necessities. Uh, I hope to kind of expand this into a series. I plan on talking about things like diet and fresh air and exercise, rest, journaling, kind of emotional processing for people with a small budget. Uh, and as I move through these, I would like to just remind everybody that I am not a professional. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a mental health professional. This is strictly advice that I am offering based on my personal experiences with grief and depression. I encourage everybody, if you're in a dark place, if you're struggling, certainly reach out to the people you care about, but it's really important, I think, to, to have a professional. Um, you know, if you're struggling with depression and grief, see what resources are available to you and get in touch with a professional therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist. Uh, if you have a hard time finding one, ask your general practitioner, ask your, your normal doctor, just express your, your trouble and ask them if they can provide any recommendations, um, any references. Or you can always, if you are employed, you can always turn to, to HR. They should be able to help you find some people who, some professionals who are within network and should be able to meet your needs. Uh, so I do encourage everybody, if you are struggling, to reach out to a professional. Also, when I start discussing things like diet and exercise, it's always good. Again, this is just my personal advice based off of my own experiences. So before you make any drastic changes, I, I definitely encourage people to consult with a, you know, the relevant medical professional just to be on the safe side uh, because everybody is different and it's very important to keep that in mind. Um, you certainly should not take my advice if it's going to be at all detrimental to your well-being. That would, that's the last thing that I would want to happen. I would love to have conversations with listeners about their own journeys with grief and how they navigate the experience. If you would like to get in touch, please see the episode description for information on how to do so. If you are in a dark place, I encourage you to reach out to a mental health professional. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to learning and growing with you as we explore grief together. <laughs>